Welcome to the Matt Morgan Coaching Podcast. The fact that you're listening means you're ready to be inspired and empowered to take your life, love, and leadership to the next level. Hello, my friends. It's Matt Morgan. Welcome back to a brand new podcast. Today's title is called, I Said This, You Heard That. (laughs) Has that ever happened to you? You guys, this is one of the most common things that happens in business relationships and in personal, private, intimate relationships across the board when there is a gap between what you said and what I heard, what you meant and what I interpreted. And this goes on across the board. In fact, this week from the time of this podcast, it's uh, almost Christmas time, just after Thanksgiving. The organization Peloton on November 21st of 2019 released an ad, a commercial essentially, showing a woman on a Peloton that she had gotten as a gift from her husband. Have you seen this? Have you seen the controversy over this? This woman goes and she gets this Peloton. She walks through this journey of a year-long experience and filming herself through this Peloton experience. And Peloton's thinking, this is going to be great. We're already going to take our $10 billion industry and we're going to increase it even more, right? Wrong. On Tuesday of this week, on the 4th of December, it is estimated that they have lost $942 million in market share value because of one ad. You guys, that's 9% of their total business. What in the world happened? They said that ad and people heard something different than what they were expecting. Here's the deal. Only 7% of communication is verbal. 38% of communication is tone and pitch, which means how you say what you say is more important than what you say, you guys. And then 55% of communication is nonverbal. So you have this ad And most of it is actually nonverbal communication. And so when there's a gap between what you expect and what you experience, and there's not enough information, you're left to your own interpretation of what you just saw or heard or experienced. And for a lot of us, we assume the worst when there's a gap between what we expect and what we experience. We have a choice, right? A lot of people have been responding in social media posts being like, I watched the commercial three times. I was inspired. I wanted to go buy a Peloton. It was great. What in the world happened? Well, here's what happened. People started saying it's two things. It's sexist and it's classist. What? What happened? Well, there is a gap between what they expected and what they experienced. And all of a sudden now, I think the revenue loss is because they had to pull the commercial. I think investors pulled out. Those two things alone showed that what they could have made, they've lost in market revenue share. And they're in an uproar. And Peloton did not see it coming. And so what in the world did Peloton do to make people think that it was sexist and classist. And it probably wasn't what they did. It was probably what they didn't do. My guess is, and I'm not sure you go look at the commercial yourself, but my guess is the woman received a gift from her husband, but she didn't ask for it. I think if Peloton would have spent just one extra line with her saying, hey, honey, I would love to get a Peloton, (laughs) then people probably would have said like, okay, she's asking for it. I think for a lot of people, they're like, oh, maybe... A man, we're reading into the lines. When you don't know what the storyline is, we make up our own storylines. They said this, we heard this. Oh, the man is trying to keep 
his hot wife in shape. And so you can't get fat. So you got to keep her on this journey. I don't think that's what Peloton meant, but that's what people heard. Classes, because maybe she was some socioeconomic status. And so people read into the lines and it caused havoc for Peloton. This is a very, very real thing, not just within a business frame, but also within personal relationships, okay? You ever sit with a situation, maybe in an intimate relationship, and maybe the woman asks the man, she's like, hey, does this dress look good on me? And you're like, uh, I don't think it's the best fit. That's what you said, but she heard, are you saying I'm fat? (laughs) No, I'm not saying you're fat. It just doesn't look flattering on you. Oh, so now I'm not only fat, but I'm ugly. That's what you're telling me? No, that's not it at all, right? What's going on there? You said this, but I heard that. And usually when the stakes are high and the value is of great importance of a person, that's when our insecurities can play out and we hear a different story than what you said. Guys, I've seen it in my own experience on the receiving end. I remember, and I tell my clients this all the time, this story. When I was 23 years old, I had an amazing boss, an amazing organization I got to work with. And I received an opportunity to go speak to all the people in our organization. It was thousands of people there. And my boss said, Matt, you're up. You get to speak. And I was so pumped. I love communicating. I went up to the stage. I spoke. And the very next day, we had coffee together. And my boss asked me, Matt, how did you think I went? And I was like, you know, well, you know, hit it out of the park. No big deal. Had a blast. And what was so great, he started qualifying. He qualified, which is such an important thing when you are the business owner, when you are the marketer, when you are the person trying to communicate something that might be of conflict. I call it the grace truth sandwich. He started with grace and he said, Matt, I value you. I love you, bro. I'm so pumped you're on our team. He wasn't placating me. He wasn't saying things just to blow smoke in my butt. He wasn't insincere. He was extremely sincere. And then he went from the grace to the truth. And he said, hey, but there's two things that you did that was definitely off market of what we were talking about. And I was like, what was it? He said, number one, you were off vision. What? Of our organization. Okay. Now he starts unpacking what he meant by that. The second thing is he said, you spoke over people's heads. He said, you use language in your talk that we talk about in our staff meetings, but you never contextualize it for your audience. And you were trying probably to sound smarter to be able to compensate for your young age. Okay, now when you're on the receiving end of this, he said that, but you know what I'm hearing? Matt, you suck. Matt, I can't believe I gave you the opportunity to go and speak. I'm embarrassed that I was able to do that. That will clearly never happen again. You are a terrible communicator and you will never get another opportunity again. That's what I heard. And so there's massive insecurity because I had so much stake in the game because I loved communicating. That was a passion for mine. That still is a passion for me. And so it was so great because he qualified with grace again. He started with grace. He then went to truth, which is your meat, if you think of a sandwich. And then he ended with grace and he said, hey, Matt, what I don't want you to hear is that you suck or that I would never give you another opportunity or that you did something wrong in a way that like I'm embarrassed and wouldn't give you another opportunity because that would be the furthest thing from the truth. He said, you remember day one when I hired you? He said, I told you that if you weren't trying hard enough and you weren't experiencing things that are outside of your comfort zone and you weren't failing on a semi-regular basis, you weren't trying hard enough. He said, in our organization, we fail 
forward. Failure is just an opportunity to begin again more intelligently. I will give you more opportunities because I know that from today forward, you will never be off vision. And you will never try to compensate for your age by speaking over people's heads and not contextualize your language for your audience because you realize firsthand what it feels like to be off. This is your education. I love you. Now go at it. Now, when I walked out to my car that day, I had a choice. Which story am I going to believe? The one he told me? (laughs) Or the one going on inside my head. And because of our relationship, because of trust, and trust is the currency of relationship. If you have no trust, you have no relationship. I was able to choose to believe the story that he said, not the one that I heard going in my head. Now, for a lot of us, we think, well, what do I do when I hear this story? What do I say? And there's one tip that I think would be so helpful for those of us when we're on the receiving end of someone telling us something, especially when it's in a conflict situation. You don't need to do this with just like everyday thing. Hey, hand me the paper, please, you know, or hand me that laptop or hand me that phone. You know, you don't need to do this skill on small things, but it's within conflict. The skill comes out. You know what it is? I call it mirror sharing. Mirror sharing is when you summarize what you think you heard the person say. Okay, so what I'm hearing you say is, fill in the blank, is that accurate? When you're able to do that, friends, it allows the other person to go, oh my gosh, yeah, you got it totally, or whoa, you got 80% of it, but you missed 20% of it, or how in the world did you hear that? No, 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 let me try again. What's so great about mirror sharing is multiple things. Number one, it helps the person who just spoke Know that you're actively listening. Mirror sharing is an active listening skill. Listen, we are human and to be human is to interpret, but it doesn't mean we interpret accurately or the same way. Just being male and female, we're so different, okay? You know, I always tell my clients, I'll prove it to you. You ready? Here's the phrase. I have nothing to wear. (laughs) All right, I said that. Now, ladies listening, what did you hear? 80% of women, when someone says, I have nothing to wear, what they mean is, I got nothing new to wear, nothing that looks good, nothing that seems great. And a guy's scratching his head because he's like, you have a room full of clothes. You have a giant walk-in closet, and you're telling me you have nothing to wear? Like, I don't get it. Because 80% of guys, when they say, I have nothing to wear, what they mean is, I got no clean underwear. All right? Same phrase, totally different meaning. And that's why mirror sharing is so good because it's an act of listening to say, okay, so I'm hearing you say this. Is that accurate? The second thing of mirror sharing that's so great is that when you say that and you're off a little bit, the person who just spoke doesn't have to repeat themselves. They can just say, hey, you got 80% of it right. Here's the 20% you got wrong. Does that make sense? That's it. And you can be able to move past miscommunication way faster than you would otherwise. This one tool will help you get through awkward situations and through conflict so much faster and onto peace and connection. And it's going to help everybody. And so if you are a business, if you are a person in a relationship and you're speaking, especially in a conflict, you can use the grace truth sandwich. In one word, what I'm trying to help you understand is to qualify your statements. If Peloton would have simply qualified, perhaps, this is my interpretation anyway, you can go look for yourself. If they would have just said, 
hey, the woman wants a Peloton and she's asking for it, I think they would have a great commercial. I still think it's a great commercial, but because they didn't say that and they didn't qualify, we're left to our own devices. Now, yes, we live in a world of sensitivity. We live in a world of people who are easily offended. And so we can't not offend everyone, especially if you're in the business marketing world. You're going to piss people off. You're going to make people upset. You're going to do things that people won't like you. And that's just part of the game. But we can, with our team, say, okay, how could people hear this? And if there's any insecurities, there are any ways that people are sensitive and offending, I want to make sure that that's the area that I qualify in and activate my communication. I teach my business clients this. I teach my relationship clients this because it's such a game changer. And that way we're going to take steps forward from what we say and what we hear to actually be aligned. So cheers for now. I hope this helps you so that you can use it mirror sharing and the Grace Truth Sandwich, baby. You guys have a great day, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Matt Morgan Coaching Podcast. Subscribe below, share it with your friends, and if you want to take your life, love, or leadership to the next level, check us out online at mattmorgan.com.